Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. With over 20 years in healthcare, Dr. Gray is a doctor of oriental medicine and holistic physician fusing Eastern and Western healing. Dr. Gray is on staff at Jupiter Medical Center and in private practice with an office in Jupiter, Florida, where he resides. Dr. Gray enjoys being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Baden-Baden, Germany, and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and Biarritz, France. He is co author of several books on food therapy and the founder of the annual Star Summit Talks at the Norton Museum of Art in Palm Beach, Florida. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. What's interesting about this point in time within Curtis is the superabundance of creative energy. But how do we keep that energy? How do we make that energy sustainable? How do you make the energy immortal? The role of a motorcycle designer is to simultaneously predict and shape the future that you desire. Welcome back. This is Maximum Health Radio, Quality Living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray, holistic physician. Thank you for joining us. And um, we are obviously on podcasts. And if you've been listening to us, you know that we are just excited every show to bring you some of the most amazing individuals in the world, um, really adding to our quality of life, um, helping in in this show. We're going to talk about how the American dream is synonymous with freedom, speed, (laughs) Um, there's a sense of, uh, I guess, what my guest here, Mr. Matt Chambers, the CEO of Curtis Motorcycle, uh, referred to as the Rebel American Energy, which I love that term, love it so much. Mr. Chambers, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So over 100 years ago, uh, a man uh, that was for many years called the fastest man on earth was building motorcycles with a V8 engine. And uh, fast forward, you're at the helm of this company, this legacy, and you're bringing it into the sort of the the electric age. Um, Give me a little bit of background and let's bring our audience up to speed on this legend um, made relevant today. Well, we're reinventing Curtis Motorcycles and our, our original founder, Glenn H. Curtis, uh, was the gentleman that invented the V-twin and the, the great American V-twin that we all know was so iconic. And in 2000, excuse me, in 1907, he uh, he ran 136 miles an hour, held a world speed record, not just for motorcycles, but for every kind of vehicle, and in Boynton Beach, Florida, on a V-8, a Curtis 8, his, uh, his own creation. He... He exited the business in 1912 because he was he was instrumental in, in inventing naval aviation. So we lost him not because he wasn't doing very well in the motorcycle business, but because in his mind he had something more that he felt was more critical uh, to the purpose of his life. And so uh, we reformed on February 20 of 2018 to. To really pick up on his motorcycle legacy, which we we feel is the is a is a great legacy for uh, for motorcycling and, and and 
for American industrial design. And of course, we're going to do it with a with electrification, which is definitely the future. And I can tell you, having ridden, having spent quite a bit of, of saddle time in the Curtis One, it it, it is uh, it is quite a, uh, a great and a med- meditative experience to mm-hmm. be on that bike. It's just wonderful. Meditative is the right word to use. That's uh, when I ride. That is. You know, the first thing I was told when I did my three days of motorcycle lessons before uh, purchasing my first bike was never get on your motorcycle angry. And that stuck with me. Never forgot that. And uh, the other rules were obviously they don't see you. It's up to you to see them. <laughs> That's very important. But but the meditative aspect, that has always been the when I when I sit on my bike and I start to ride. It is that sense of healing, that freedom, that breathing, right? Just being out there with nature. Uh, I'm not one of those people that get on there and just start speeding. It's not, you know, the speed is not necessarily the meditative aspect. It is just being connected, being open, and and feeling a sense of freedom while riding and while moving um, throughout. Now, the the challenge uh, has to be in this sense, bringing over a hundred years of of beauty, of work, of of perception of this brand, of this creation, into the 2020s and beyond. And again, like you said, melding this technology of the electric age um, with something that has to look and feel. Uh, hand built and and raw and strong um, and everything that a motorcycle represents, right? There, there is a rawness of it. There is a uh, and and it, so it can't be too polished. And and from what I gather and what I've uh, grown to love about learning about Curtis and following Curtis is that you're doing it very well. But I don't know how you're doing it, and I do know it has a lot to do with your artistry so if you can give us some insight into how you're accomplishing this and i would urge our listeners if you haven't been on social media or youtube or any various you know um, mediums like that where you can see this bike and learn about them you should do that immediately because it's a beautiful moving work of art well thank you for that the key for us is uh, is to is to find the the unburstable passion, the people. It's really in the people, and we have a very small team that has created the Curtis One. And one is a young gentleman named Jordan who is fresh out of a. Well, he's been with us for five years, but he's uh, uh, out of the Detroit School of Design. And JT, who I've been with for 20 years, and he's a, really a fine artist, but I, I believe he is at the top of his game for motorcycle design. And then we have a, a young uh, young gentleman named Finney, who's uh, who has done all of the uh, all the AutoCAD uh, work, and myself. And uh, and and the, the approach is is one of uh, is one of extreme study understanding everything that's come before there's not enough time in in in, in a in, in our life to to learn everything so you have to it would it would be applicable to whatever 
thing that a, that a man or woman is doing. So you, you really need to stand on the shoulders of the giants that came before you. So we're, we're very switched on to that. Uh, truth to that truth and and then and then from there you've got to go all the way back to first principles and and think as an originalist particularly if you have the serendipitous uh good fortune of being able to to actually reinvent a whole new genre of writing which has so many so many opportunities so so you're correct that the curtis one I believe has a certain a certain uh, connection to the past, but at the same time, it's very futuristic. And we strive this time, even though, of course, we're an American company, but we believe in all of the greatness of coming from a, a, a country that was formed on the rule of law and that is welcoming to all of the diverse types of people from all over the world. And our team reflects that. So we feel that we're in the best position of any company designing for the future of motorcycles to actually create the world's leading uh, international design for the future of motorcycles. And to, to, just to say from the very beginning that the, uh, the core idea was that we would that we would cre- we would create the most power dense. Uh, uh, motor package, battery package, and controller package, and it is it, it's it's amazing how small and lightweight the the pack the the pieces of the Curtis two seventeen powertrain are, and so that's the big advantage that you start with is it's just so de minimis compared to the scale required to produce anything like a, a peak two hundred seventeen horsepower motorcycle with ICE technology. So, you know, Curtis is obviously not just a company producing the idea of cool, personified in a steel horse, so to speak, but you're building um, a new concept of, of electric technology um, and building the bike around that. So it seems like what you're telling me is you're not only able to create a power-packed electric engine, but that it's revolutionary because it's still going to make it so that the bike itself will be light and be and nimble, and um, and controllable and and easy to ride and all these good things. But it's going to go very fast. How fast? It's it, it's it's ridiculous. How much power, <laughs> Ridiculously how much power. fast. I love it. That. Really is. I mean, it's it's <laughs> over the top. But I have to say that uh, you know my my dream. Even Mr. Curtis, who was so daring in his approach to the way he lived, he had an accident and slowed him down. It made it. It. it, it he. He was like, like all all of uh, all of the successful people. Uh, you know, he he understood that we all make mistakes, and that the, the approach to life is not about trying to avoid mistakes. It's about about optimizing the learning curve when you make one, so it slowed him down. I've had a similar experience. So, tell us about we, that. We, what, what, what was that? I mean, you know, this is important. Uh, we, we hear all sorts of stories of of, well, of accidents on motorcycles, so th- that's got to be. It, it was in 1984, mm-hmm. and I was on a ZX10. Mm-hmm. 
I was absolutely at the top of my health. Uh, I was uh, I, I was making great progress in, in my karate training. I, w- I was, I mean, I was like, a, I was 30 years old, and I was just perfect in terms of my uh, my physical uh, strength. But I had this one uh, glaring problem, and that is I was riding way too fast. I, I was stepping up. You know, I've ridden since 1967, and and I was... I was really getting into some, some a form of street riding that, looking back, was going to end up in me going down. And I tried to do something that was, in retrospect, impossible to do. And I paid a mighty price for it. I could have been killed. I don't want anyone to go through that. I mean, I pray every night that no one that, that, that acquires one of our bikes will ever get hurt on it. And I, I want people to enjoy the tranquility and the escapism from the connected world and all of the data that's coming at us. I think it's more important than ever to have a way to go out once a week or whatever your, your lifestyle allows. But to, and, and when I say, when I speak to preparedness and discipline, I want our client, my, my dream is that that our client will study the traffic patterns around where he keeps his Curtis One or her Curtis One, know the times that are the most, that are the safest and, and the most enjoyable to use the, the, the motorcycle, and will exercise the discipline on the motorcycle to take zero risk because, because motorcycling is one of those things. I mean, the night when I had my accident, it couldn't, I couldn't have been happier, and then I couldn't have been less happy. Right. It happens very rapidly. So, mm-hmm. so, so the key, the key is to not have a problem with someone maybe not seeing you because you you know the patterns around where you ride, and you and and you adjust the times when you go out on the public roads to to experience this this meditative solitude and this form of of escaping and getting within yourself. I mean, the dream. The dream for us is to express your dream as our client in in a way that is that is as illuminating, clarifying, nurturing, and optimizing as possible. And 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 I think this is something that more than ever uh, people people need. You know, it's interesting because for each rider and and in obviously for each creator, um, the levels of exhilaration differ as well as a source um, of acceleration uh, for me it's the moment I sit on my bike and, I'm, and I've got a nice clear beautiful day and that's enough for me just that time is exhilarating is, is, is joyful brings me joy brings me inspiration brings me happiness uh, some people need to go fast like I said I don't need to I'm happy with cruising I'm I'm absolutely in my space cruising and being you know being letting traffic go around me i don't need to be hot rodding and pushing it and you know seeing that dial go up and you know i I, i've constructed my bike in a way that it creates the sound that i love i've put bafflings and an old super trap exhaust on it and you know i've done things that give me pleasure um 
but what that brings me to is just agreeing with you that you know it's uh well it goes back to the don't get on your bike angry um and and be aware of your surroundings um and and take joy in it really because if you're taking joy in it you're also paying attention to it and you're being in the moment and you are getting away from the technology aspect of um, you know, phones and social media and all those things that draw us down and weight us down and, and, and keep us from being present. Um, so there's a level of presence that returns when I get off my bike after a ride that I'm, I feel more connected, interestingly enough. Um, so, so now you've got this history, you've got the organic nature that you're pulling into the technological advancements and you're moving into a space that you are still trying to focus on quality over quantity. How many bikes are you looking to produce a year at this level, at this time versus before? How has it changed? Has it changed? Um, how much of it is still handmade? Let's look at that. Everything, everything that Curtis makes will always be completely uh, handcrafted. So we, we, we have this ideal of our teammates working with not with their hands exclusively but with their heart and their mind and making something that's enduring and something in a, in a fulfilling role that can, that can last for their whole career. So it's a bit of a, of a return to, uh, to a form of business where, where the ideal is if I come if I come to work for Curtis, that you know, as a 25 year old person, I'm going to live there. I'm going to work there for my whole career. And when I have my grandson, granddaughter on my knee, and they ask me what I did with my life, I can say this is what I did, and I can be quite proud of that. So this gets to the the, uh, the previous comment about the un unburstable passion. You know, so we need to find like-minded people that love this and that love the culture that we want to create, which is a culture which I loosely call in my own mind kind of every man a king so everyone is an entrepreneur everyone gets to make gets to express their beliefs about the direction we should go in and a culture where really no one wants to be the boss and no one wants to be bossed so it's a little bit loose but 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 it, it works for us I and mean, that actually has resulted in great design but to your question, we, we feel that we can scale. We, our design was made to be scalable. We would want to very methodically accomplish that. We have approximately 60 to 75 bikes for the first year scheduled, which will begin on our third anniversary, which will be February 20 of next year is when we begin production. We have 18 sales now, and we're we have about a thousand uh, expressions of interest that are qualified, so we're we're in pretty good shape on sales. Luxury really does love electrification, so being at the top end of the market with electric is really a little more of a of a it's it's a, it's it's a better business case than an ICE because. Because uh, as you alluded to earlier, ICE becomes a little more bombastic. And it, it's, uh, it, it becomes a, a little more of an expression of that primal and raw nature as you, as you increase the expense, it's ever more power and, 
and and uh, and and it's, it creates an environment where the motorcycle may be a little more intimidating. So we we are selling now, and we are in uh, communication with numerous people that don't know how to shift a motorcycle, but they're very intrigued by the idea of Curtis ownership. And uh, so so it's uh, it, it's going to grow. We're we're tapping into something that is extremely real from a business case perspective we we made a and it probably is more serendipitous than anything else but we we made a great decision about seven years ago when we decided to convert all of our R&D to from from making the most uh robust american v-twin in the world to to making to, to reinventing the curtis brand and the future proof electric motorcycle there's very few scenarios, instances, opportunities to own a piece of history sim- while simultaneously owning a piece of the future. Um, I really don't know too many ways to do that except for this. Because um, in purchasing and being a part of the Curtis family and aspiring to, which you know I would be one of the people aspiring because it's not something that's in my um, current scope. Um, I have young kids, a lot of them, <laughs> big household, yeah. a lot of priorities. Um, now, so that being said, this aspiration is because obviously there's a price point that comes with, like you said, there, there it, it doesn't come easy to own a piece of history. One of the first motorcycles ever created was by Curtis, Glenn Curtis. And now the future of electronic motorcycles, um, electronic engine-based motorcycles that are handmade, that retain the coolness <laughs> that comes with all of that, is also available. What's the if you want to share the price point of say the 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 one that I've been looking at and eyeing since it went into concept when when I saw, saw the first sketches is the Zeus, which is a name aptly given to this this wonderful machine can you tell us what something like that would run for any interested parties the, we, we've got all of our cost in now the, the, the first examples with the, with the 217 powertrain are going to start at 78,000 so it's a very it's a very targeted audience that is extremely accomplished and so we'll begin with the thought leaders it's very similar to the business case that Tesla used when they started with the more expensive models and so we'll be able to make money from the beginning of production and and then we'll invest our profit in making more relevantly valued motorcycles that will essentially be similar te- technologically they will have the benefits of the, the main feature to me, this isn't something that's universally believed by our two designers, but I think what we what we call CPA, which is the centered power axis, which is a a, a 38 mil hard steel a- axle that runs through the motor at the center line of the chassis that locates the swing arm pivot. And, and this is our patented technology that I feel has really made the change that, that and I'm speaking personally for me, it for me was a dream, and, and that is a perfectly centered 
motorcycle, which you can never get with ICE because you have clutches on one side and outputs and all these various elements. It's absolutely impossible, and I've worked on that for 30 years. Now, every every uh, component system and subsystem on the Curtis One is centered on the very center line of the motorcycle. So you feel this when you're when you're going down the road because it because being centered obviously is a, is a very very good thing not to mention it's far narrow the whole motorcycle where your pegs are is like 11 inches on a on the v-twins we used to make it was 30 so so you're way more ergonomically positioned the proportion of the bike is so beautiful and perfect because because of the, the girth is about a third less meaning the distance between the cradle and the very top of the motorcycle is so many advantages the basic technology that that we're that we've developed that that's already there and validated will be spread across a range of motorcycles over the next five years, which will hopefully create create a, a relevant environment for ever more people globally to participate in the, the Curtis culture and the Curtis riding experience. But we will start to, to perspective this the motor. The motor that we that we have specified alone is a ten thousand dollar motor, and so we, I would say to you, this is the ultimate V twelve Ferrari to speak in ICE terms. So it, it's it can't be you can't start with a motor that costs as much as a lot of people's motorcycles. And we've looked at all the other things. I mean, we can buy motors from China for three, you know, two or three hundred dollars, uh, but that's not that wouldn't be that wouldn't be appropriate for us. And that's not and, that's not the way the American dream works, is it? <laughs> well, it, I, 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 I not according. I, let's say not according to Mr. Glenn Curtis. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that Glenn would would. I mean, everything that Glenn did was was started with a simple philosophy that it's going to be the the best it can possibly be, and that's. That's we're sticking to that. I love it. Well, Mr. Chambers, CEO of Curtis Motorcycles, thank you for your time. And for those listening, you know, it's Curtis with two S's. And you just look him up and you will fall in love instantly, just as I have. Um, This has been very educational and very inspirational. And again, uh, Curtis Motorcycles, um, you know, part of history and part of the future. This has been a wonderful Maximum Health Quality of Living. Thank you, Mr. Chambers. Thank you very much. So the dream is that we are history's most valuable motorcycle brand. Sustainably. Sustainably.